Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Considered a new nickname this week for myself, Jordan. Oh, let's hear it. The Teenage Special King of Los Angeles. Okay. I mean, I think, I think that, I think it intrudes a little bit on mine. Just because you have teenage in there? Well, you're a boy. Yeah. My pubes have come in. <laughs> That's the big difference? <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess I don't know what spetzel is. Spetzel I'm picturing is... a sausage. No, it's – that's a not cased, too – A cased meat. You're not too far off. It's not a cased meat. It's a, it's a German noodle. Mm. You make it by uh, – you boil water or stock mm-hmm. and then you put noodle batter – I think is what it's called. <laughs> sure. Noodle dough. Noodle beginnings. Noodle dough into the boiling stuff, mm-hmm. and then it turns into little spetzels. Okay. And then you drain it out and you eat that with your, you know, your schnitzel or whatever. Okay. So it accompanies a cased meat. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't, don't you ever go to a beer garden? Uh, I mean, I, I'd have, I have been to a beer garden, but I have not had a spetzel there. You didn't have a spetzel? Nah. What did you have? Beers. Right. I don't want to put something in my stomach that'll take up room <laughs> that beer could occupy. You got to prioritize. Yeah. I. You know what? Honestly, if I'm gonna Jordan, be, if I'm gonna ingest something that's gonna make me sleepy, it should at least make me drunk and sleepy. I that's can, my feeling. I can respect that, Jordan. Yeah. Thank you. I'm not an animal. Yeah. Don't disrespect me. I was in uh, La Cañada Flint Ridge today. I'm not. Bra- <laughs> I'm not trying to brag. <laughs> I came well, it's out coming off like that. It came it's out coming a little off braggy. Like that, yeah. When I hear it, when I hear it in my headphones. Yeah. Like I say it out loud and then I hear it in my headphones. Is that it's... why you're not at Kim and Kanye's wedding this weekend? Yeah. Because you had a better offer to go to La Cunata Flint Ridge? Yeah. <laughs> do you think when the towns of – these are two – this is a, a, a hyphenate town mm-hmm. in Southern California here. Do you think when the towns of La Cunata and Flint Ridge merged, anyone ever like raised their hand and said, maybe we should just pick a new name or <laughs> one of the two names that we already have? Well, I mean, I think La Cunata was a career woman uh-huh. and didn't, uh, you know, she already had business cards. Right. An sure. office and, you know, and also she wanted to just let everybody know that she's still her own woman, you know. And Flint Ridge was a geographical feature that was simply immovable. <laughs> right. So, hyphen it. Anyway, I'm in La Cunata, Flint Ridge. You know how this is. I'm at the much. Discozzo Gardens. Mm-hmm. Wait, does this tie into Spetzel? I don't do. Have we finished on Spetzel? I'm headed towards Spetzel. Okay, sorry. I'm headed towards the Spetzel. Just train. trying to keep this train on track. Okay, yeah. Well, I happen to be riding a tiny train mm-hmm. in the Dis- Discozzo Gardens, <laughs> Disoco Gardens. Yeah, Sarathire. I'm really looking forward to all the pronunciation corrections we're going to get about this episode. Sa- Five minutes in, and we're already, I'm sure, going to be bombarded with bullshit. You know, you know Sarah Thire. She's been sure. a guest on our program before, mm-hmm. a, a, a very funny woman. Um, Sarah, I, Sarah suggested to me, take your children to yeah. this Discozzo disco, so, so, so Garden. Mm-hmm. It's in La Cunata, Flint Ridge, she says. Oh, who am I to defy her? One of the funniest people around. Yeah, don't be defiant. No, absolutely not. Don't be um, a defiant cur. No, I wouldn't be. Yo, you know, just side note on the topic of defiant curs. You know what I've gotten into these days is uh, things China calls America to insult them. <laughs> this week, uh, I think China, in reaction to a an accusation that they were spying on people, mm-hmm. spying on their citizens, I think 
called America mincing rascals. <laughs> America's full of mincing rascals. Do you think that part of American psych ops mm-hmm. is like they have a division at the CIA that's in charge of uh, mistranslating threats? <laughs> oh, yeah. Making them as hilarious and adorable as possible so people are less afraid of China. Yeah, or, or just any of our – like, you know, Kim Jong-il makes a series oh, of sure. – makes a series of insults that are genuinely terrifying in the Korean language. Uh, but then once they pass through the things, they say that they're, the, you know, he says that America, uh, America is... We're the, a bunch of soup-like thieves. <laughs> yeah. Soup-like. Dastardly dumplings. Yeah. I think that, like, like, you know, all those, all those nations with which we have an, you know, uneasy relationship. Yeah. So just, like, find out what the word in their language for fuckface is, uh-huh. and just start calling us that. Right. Because, like, that I get. Right. Like, oh, China called us a fuckface? Fuck those assholes. Yeah. But, like, mincing rascal is like, ah, oh, I mean, I, I consider myself a mincing rascal. I, I think it would be fun to be a mincing rascal oh, at sure. the very least. Yeah. Mince about, cause, play, play some pranks. <laughs> yeah. Man. Anyway. I saw this, I saw the sorriest fucking prank the other day, and we'll get back to La Cunada Flint Ridge yeah. in just a moment. And Spetzel. I liked the San Francisco 49ers on Facebook, and uh, the 49ers center played a prank on two of the other offensive linemen, mm. and uh, that was just the headline on Facebook. I'm like, oh, this, this is going to be great, a genius prank. Mm. I'm going to see what these kids are up to, these giant football men. <laughs> right. This is the prank, and they had video of this prank. So these two giant men are walking in a locker room, you know, in a training mm-hmm. room type deal. And another giant man uh, jumps out of the uh, tub and says, ah! <laughs> I remember uh, watching... You know, just jump from behind a corner? That's a prank? Yeah. Is that a prank? Yeah, at least, you know, trick the guy into thinking his wife's dead. Fair <laughs> minimum, put a bucket of water on top of a door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember watching uh, the Today Show once, and Al Roker was doing this thing where he was posing as himself at a, at a wax museum. Uh-huh. And the idea was to, like, come to life when people would come up and look at the, you know, what they thought was the wax figure. And all he could think to say was, how you doing? <laughs> and then, I swear to God, this fucking segment was five minutes long of him only saying, how you doing? <laughs> and like reaching out his hand and like there was no variation, like no point where he would like start singing or scream or he would like they just decided on how you do it and they just fucking went with that. Do you think that he was taking classes at the Upright Citizens Brigade mm-hmm. at the time? He figured out how to find the game. Sure. But he did not figure out how, how, to, build, how to escalate. How to escalate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that was it. I mean, maybe he was. Yeah. I mean, this seemed very improv 101. Yeah. Maybe like he could start with. How you doing? Mm-hmm. And then the next question could be, Hey, fuckface. <laughs> how's your mother? Yeah. Hey, how's your mother? Where are we? What was the worst thing that happened in your childhood? <laughs> My soul is trapped in this wax man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in luck. Get me, get me out and let me into heaven. I'm in the... Oh, can I ask a question about sports pranks real quick? Yeah, and, of and course. And just general... Is it about hot foots? It's not about hot foot. That's like the classic sports prank, right? Oh, God. Have, like See, matches in the shoe? No, a hot foot, that's a that's a prank because you're lighting someone's shoe on fire. Mm-hmm. And that's so weird. Like, what a bizarre thing to do. It's not just yelling at someone when they weren't expecting it. <laughs> that's just playing peekaboo. Yeah. Sure. I mean, uh, look, here's my question, R.E. sports and pranks. 
it would seem, kind of pre-internet, the least dignified thing that a professional sportsman would have to do is like, you know, a Super Bowl shuffle or, God, which one did I watch the other day? There was one where the the Rams had to do this rap called Let's Ram It. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, like, one guy, you know, it was very, like, late 80s, a guy, like, played the saxophone and they did a dance called Let's Ram It. The 49ers had a song that went, and I'm not shitting you, this is really how mm-hmm. it went. 49ers, 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 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the best they could muster. Yeah. That was what the collective songwriting geniuses of uh, San Francisco came up with for <laughs> Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. Um, now it seems like there are there's pressure on professional sportsmen to do these kind of like kooky viral videos and to like do all this like weird fan outreach stuff. And it seems like that is that that is a that's a dignity water slide that's, you know, going into the lazy river. Yeah. If I can extend my water park metaphor. Like what what you're saying is that at some point the the viral video I'm game for anything situation is just going to is just going to collapse sure. in on itself. I mean, I definitely remember like every sports team had to do their Harlem Shake. Right. When that was a thing. Did you see did you see uh Detroit Tigers Zubas? I did not see Zubas. You know what Zubas is? No, uh-uh. Zubas is this kind of uh Zubas is this kind of sportswear that was very popular in the, gosh, I guess it would be around 1990-ish, mm-hmm. like late 80s, early 90s. I, I remember it where um, it's like for a team, it's in the colors of the team, but it's an animal print. Okay. Uh, usually a, um, uh, usually like a leopard print or a, there's a lot of uh, zebra print, mm-hmm. like a fine zebra. It's something Boomer Esiason would wear. Okay. You know what I'm talking about on the sidelines? Like yeah. a, Phil Sims is wearing a Zubas <laughs> cap. Sure. You know, when he's in the, in the, in the NF, NFC championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the Detroit Tigers, as a group, all decided to wear Zubas to the ballpark one day. Okay. In Detroit, Detroit Tigers Zubas. Sure. And it was Zubas Day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it's not the height of funniness, but I'm not mad at that. Okay. You know what I mean? You're pro, you're in general you're pro. You think that more more goofing around from our professional athletes. I just like goofing around. Sure. I don't know. I I will t- I'll tell you what. I was just uh I was just on uh Never Not Funny with our friends mm-hmm. um uh Matt Pardo and Jimmy Belknap. Sure. And um I discussed with them something that I would love to get your perspective on as a non-sports fan and mm-hmm. non-George Michael fan. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, our friend Jimmy Pardo is both a George Michael fan and a sports fan. Mm-hmm. So Josh Reddick of the Oakland Athletics is a uh, uh, a power hitter. And, you know, uh, baseball players, they get walk-on music. You know mm-hmm. about walk-on music? Sure, yeah. So every time they go to bat, they, you know, they, mm-hmm. they get to pick the oh, music Oh, I've maybe – I've seen this. He's picked a questionable George Michael song. Uh, it's Careless Whisper. Okay. Do 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 What do you think about that? I'd like to hear two more minutes of you humming it, and then I'll be prepared to make my judgment. Number one, I'm singing it. Uh huh. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, the saxophone is the instrument that is most like the human voice, so it's easy to sing a saxophone line. Okay. That's why I did such an exceptionally good job. Um. 
Well, I mean, is is he joking? Is it yes. a joke? It's a joke. He it typically would have a more rocking mm-hmm. song. He's ironically choosing Careless Whisper. Okay. He's not a George Michael fan. That's not why he's doing it. Right. It's not a tribute to George Michael. No. It's a tribute to how he would normally pick the theme song of his favorite wrestler. God, sure. Um, is that a big? Is that a big uh, way that baseball players choose their walk-on music, and they just imitate, you know, whatever their favorite wrestler does? It is for Josh Reddick. Okay, sure. I think I. I guess I don't know what kind of guy he is. I guess if he's, you know, an aggressive broy guy, I like it less. But if he's a scamp, if he's a, you know. A mincing rascal type. Right. Uh, maybe it's more fun. Baseball needs more mincing. That's ultimately what we're talking about. Sure. It needs more mincing rascals. There's a certain there. There are too many. Yeah, I mean, I think that's ultimately, ultimately, what it comes down to is, are you someone who got all of the jokes in old school the first time or the third time you saw it. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're one of those people that said, I don't know, I thought Anchorman was pretty weird the first time through, but by the third time I was totally quoting (laughs) it to my friends. Sure. So random. Yeah. I I think that's what it comes down to for me. Okay. But it is hard to say. I mean, I don't, I, the reason I ask the question and I, you know, I, I put it out to Jimmy as well as I'm not sure how I feel about it. There's a part of me that that equates it with a television commercial that's uh, arch and ironic. Sure. I don't know how I feel about that either. Well, that it's easier for me to just be like, ah, eh, fuck you. Sure. A certain if you a certain family plan type commercial. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, God bless that Judy Greer. Though. Hey, what a, what a wonderful. You know lady. what? She There's was in a, on. She was in here on Bullseye. She could not have. There's been a lot delightful. of talented people in those awful commercials. Yeah, those. Kevin Durant, for example, <laughs> one of the greatest <laughs> basketball players of his era. Some terrific people. I'm glad they're all getting residual checks for those. Yeah. Um, those rocket feet. Sure. Whoever made, drew those rocket feet onto <laughs> Kevin Durant. Oh boy. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I guess. Okay, I'm thinking of like myself being at the ball game and hearing that. I think I would think it was pretty funny. Yeah. Not you, knowing anything was... about the guy. I mean, if the guy is doing it, you know, out of some sort of like <laughs> George Michael's a pussy. Like, if that's the attitude, I like it less. But in general, just like if you're used to hearing kind of crazy. You know, rap music is the walk-on or metal Usually music or whatever. Train. Huh? Almost always. Oh, crazy, crazy train. Yeah, yeah, sure. If some, you know, uh, super ballsy classic rock. Yeah, you know, I think I think I like it in general until that guy reveals himself to be an asshole. Then I don't like it. I don't know if this guy's an asshole. That's subtle. If he is, then uh, I like it less. I'm in La Cañada Flint Ridge. Sure. I've already ridden with my son on the tiny railroad. Mm-hmm. Which I highly recommend. Anytime you're in, you've uh, you've also been on the Travel Town Tiny Railroad too. How does this stack up to the I'm Travel a Town? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the tiny. I'll tell you what, the Travel Town Railroad, which mm-hmm. is in uh, Los Angeles, is Griffith Park. is a, is a gorgeous railroad. Yeah. I like that Travel Town itself. Fans might remember on it's the railroad that I was on when an old man hit it with a car. <laughs> Yes, I forgot about that. Go back and listen to that. Um, I like that one. That is a ride-in railroad, Mm -hmm. um, which is to say it's it's, uh, dramatically undersized, but it's big enough for two people to sit next to each other on. Okay. 
the one in La Cañada Flint Ridge is the kind where you sit on top of it. Okay. Um, and that's actually a little more fun, I decided. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go La Cañada Flint Ridge on this one. Mm-hmm. Although for overall experience, I might go back to Travel Town because you get to go around twice. Okay. You, you, you think it's, it's a, it's an extra value. Although now that I think about it, mm-hmm. the La Cañada Flint Ridge one is called the Enchanted Forest Railway. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think that the Travel Town one has a name besides the Travel Town Railway. And so for- They called it the Pussy Express for a while. <laughs> for that reason, um, I'm going to say Enchanted is a big- I mean, I, You like I, that. You like enchantments. I didn't see any direct evidence of enchantment, but- I mean, I guess you can- I mean, enchantment, I think, is something people think of as a positive, but there are negative enchantments. Sure. Like if a witch enchants you? Yeah, like what if what if by riding on that railroad I got minus four charisma? No, nah, you don't want that. No, I'm a professional podcaster. I need all the charisma I can get. Oh, absolutely. You're going to have to – and then you're going to have to take – Take time out of your week to find a rune, right? <laughs> to correct that, exactly. And I'm a busy man, you know. Yeah, I absolutely. Guess, honestly, if it's up to me, I'm just going to send my assistant to find the rune. Yeah. In Hollywood, assistants, you know, they you can Take, have them do anything. Yeah. Wash my car, pick up my dry cleaning, find yeah. a rune to correct this enchantment. Exactly. Jennifer, in fact, Jennifer, as the as the office administrator of MaximumFun.org, I think it would fall to her to find a rune to correct my uh, enchantment. Hmm. So I rode the I rode the thing, you know. Are look- you going to reimburse her for gas to get to the bog? <laughs> <laughs> Which is where the runes are. I think it's it's going to be a gassy bog. Let's be honest. Oh, so you think she could just fill up there? <laughs> yeah, on natural bog gases. <laughs> yeah. So, presuming that presuming that she has a hybrid vehicle, okay, she's shaking her head. No, she does not have a hybrid. Well, maybe vehicle. you should think about the environment the next yeah. time you buy a car, Jennifer. It's so not they, all about you. And maybe I should pay you more. Jen's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a shrewd negotiator. She just got a raise. <laughs> so um, I, I, we went. You know, we checked out the roses in the garden. We mm-hmm. went on the railroad, and when we decided to go to lunch. And we went to this German place, mm-hmm. and this is what happened when I hit the German place. First of all, I ordered myself a sandwich. It's a delicatessen. Mm-hmm. I ordered myself a sandwich, and I got an, an Italian uh, an Italian sandwich. I got myself a salami in Swiss mm-hmm. with Italian salami. They offered me German salami. I went Italian because it was the salami that I know. Sure. The German it's, salami, I don't know what that is. Yeah. It could have beliefs you're uncomfortable with. <laughs> right. What's the salami's belief system? <laughs> it could have a, a a little a little trace of communist East Germany left, mm-hmm. like a a little bit of collectivism. Sure, still in there. I hear they uh, found that salami hiding out in Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> so then, while they're making my sandwich, I figure they're going to make it in front of me. But actually, there's other people in front of me in line. Mm-hmm. Oh, P.S. Everyone at this delicatessen is dressed up in German girl outfits. Oh yeah, yeah. Four stars. Yeah. Four stars. I don't hate that. I I love it. What's it I, called? Uh, someone or others fine sausages. Okay. Kreiswalds. Okay. I'm gonna say you know, cringe vals fresh. Yeah. Vaust. Forced. Forced Faust. Forced Faust is. Forced Faust's fine sausages, and uh, sausages. It's pronounced. I mean sausages. Sau sausages. Sausages. Forced Faust sausage. Sausage. Now we see. Now I can't imagine anybody's gonna. Correct our pronunciation on that. But here's the thing: we we know 
for my visits to Tip Top Meats in Carlsbad, California, mm-hmm. that if you put me inside of a German delicatessen, I become powerless. So I bought this sandwich, and this sandwich was a great value. Four dollars and ninety cents for hey, the sandwich. Not bad. A nice roll. Yeah. Pickles, mayo, mustard. Get a bag of chips with that? I didn't eat one. Okay. I don't I don't I don't eat a lot of junk food. Okay. And I try to avoid junk food. Sure. You know, junk calories. Yeah. Stick with, you know, sweet rolls. Yeah. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise and meats. <laughs> yeah. Salami. Yeah. Oh, because you're doing a cleanse. Yeah. I'm doing a salami You're doing the cleanse. salami and mayonnaise cleanse? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not going to want to take that with a bag of chips. No, I'm trying to get rid of my toxins right now. Mm-hmm. So- you could, you're, I mean, you like have an energy right now. Yeah. You know, and I can really tell that you're oh, like, I feel like flushing I'm, out your system. I feel like I'm vibrating. Colors are brighter. Yeah. How's your colon? It is so clean. Nice. I actually had just had someone get up in there, mm-hmm. and all that came out was sparkling water. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I guess you don't need the soda stream anymore. No. You could just use the sparkling oh, water boy. that comes out of your colon. Oh, gee whiz. Yeah. Anyway, moral of the story is- Just shove a little lime wedge up there if you want it flavored. You give me 10 minutes- <laughs> You give me 10 minutes in a German delicatessen, I'll buy $65 worth of smoked meats. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. I just, I went apeshit. I bought, I'm like, oh, bags of Spätzle. Yeah. I better buy those. And then I'm like, oh, here's a little, you know, uh, grocery cart. What's it? Not a cart. Basket. Yeah. Here's a little grocery basket. And then I'm like, oh, they got a smoked duck? Uh, one smoked duck, please. <laughs> and I'm like, can I have some of these smoked pork chops? And I'm like, oh, how about these smoked sausages over here? And all of a sudden- I'm like $100 into this place sure. for smoked meats. But you know what? That's how I became the teenage spetzel king of Southern California. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, that was quite a, it's quite a yarn. You know, the title. Yeah, I mean, I like the, I like, I like the nickname now more than I, because I know the story behind it. Well, you thought of it in terms of, obviously the title hadn't been given out since the early 1970s. Sure. But it just so happened that the, uh, that the last. James, James teenage, Kahn was the first one, right? Exactly. Exactly so. Uh, and the final teenage Spetzel King of, uh, Southern California, of course, and a lot of people don't know this, was Mickey Rooney. Oh. Um, who at the time was yeah, in his was 50s. Yeah, it was a big Okay. But people still remember him as a child star. Right, exactly. So they thought of him as a teenager. And when he passed away, he returned in his will the title to Schweinschwaltz's fine sausages. Sausages. And they said, we'll wait for someone to come in here. (laughs) See see who buys the most? See who buys the most Spetzel. (laughs) It's a combination. It's 50% Spetzel, 50% pure of heart. Yeah. That's that's where the because it's, it's how did you prove that you were pure of heart or is that just a sense that they get? Oh, they can tell. Yeah, I mean, you put on that uh, you know Bavarian girl dress, right? And all of a sudden, you can tell who is and isn't pure. So of you heart. had to put on the dress. Yes, exactly. Well, had to isn't how I would put it. I had the I had the honor of donning mm-hmm. the traditional garb. Okay. Yes. Are you sure that they're? And I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want this to sound like an accusation of cheating, right? Or doping. But yes, you, I, I replaced some platelets. Okay, well, I, I, I had my platelet spun, and I'm not suggesting you're not actually pure of heart. But I mean, I do know that you are. You do have some wickedness within you. How do you? How number one? Mm-hmm. How dare you accuse me of wickedness? 
I mean, I just this is something that I that I know about you. I mean, I if anything, I'm maleficent. <laughs> um, do you think that you were actually pure of heart enough, or were, was there the committee, the German meat committee, was their judgment just clouded by the runes in your pocket? <laughs> were you using a, you know, a kind of rune that? That you know, kind of influences the mind. Plus four, plus four charisma. Yeah, plus four purity. Yeah, I mean the GMC, the German <laughs> Meat Committee, are very <laughs> difficult to baffle or confuse. Sure. Um, but I just, I simply, I simply did what I had to do uh, to make my dream come true. Well, do you want to try it out just for this, the rest of this episode? Do you want to try out the? Sorry, say it for me again. The teenage Spetzel King of Southern California. Yeah, and just see how it flies. Yeah, sure. Okay. That sounds good. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hello, my name is Graham Clark. And my name is Dave Shumka. Together we host a show called Stop Podcasting Yourself. We're from Canada. Oh, whoa, whoa. Don't, so this, don't hang up. No, don't hang up. <laughs> and every week we're uh, lucky enough to be joined by a, a guest, sometimes a comedian, or sometimes just somebody that we like, and uh, somebody probably you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. And but uh, trust us. If you followed us this far into the promo, just try it out, please. <laughs> Do we sound too desperate? <laughs> Stop podcasting yourself on MaximumFun.org. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Okay, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, we have some foodstuffs here. Great. First of all, you were kind enough to bring me some foodstuffs. Yeah. Thank you very much for my, that. My pleasure. A, a store opened up uh, around the corner from me that seems to only sell bulk Scandinavian gummy candies. I don't know how this business will survive. Probably eating- won't. I'm eating a gummy uh, monkey. Yeah, uh, but they had a lot of like cool, weird stuff in there. I know that you're a fan of gummy candies. Mm. I love gummy candies. This one, I'm not even. I don't like candy overall that mm. much. I mean, I'm not a monster. I like candy. Sure, it's a it's a sugar food, but if I prefer like ice cream. Sure, I, I agree with you there. I think if you're having a sweet, but gummy candy is a is my favorite kind of candy. Yeah, and I I and I I still kind of try and avoid candy, but this place was so fun inside and all of the candies had such kooky names. I'm like, "Well, I want to I want to scoop these. I want to read all the names. I'll just get some uh for my friends." That is really nice yeah. of you. I actually ate a weird sheriff's badge a minute ago. Oh yeah, the sheriff's badge, the slogan for the sheriff's badge is a gummy sheriff's badge and the slogan is become the mayor of fruit town. Oh, excuse me, the sheriff of fruit town. Well, you know. Mayor. I mean, but the sheriff is a stepping stone to mayor. Absolutely, especially like you... especially in West Hollywood. Right, exactly. I would love to be the mayor of fruit town. Okay, so <laughs> we got <laughs> we got uh we got a, actually something in the mail. Mm-hmm. That came all the way from China. Wow. Our friend Donna. Yeah. You remember Donna. Sure. Donna is a friend of ours who competed in the Olympic Games in 2012 mm-hmm. in the sport of modern pentathlon. I believe is how it's pronounced. Yeah. 
pentathlon. Spetzel. And modern Spetzel. Donna is a Canadian woman, mm-hmm. though we don't hold that against her. No, no. reason to. Sure. Uh, she's an I exceptionally. Mean, she's a nice person. Yeah. Bob and Doug McKenzie, they're Canadian. They're hilarious. Yeah. Hoser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. Hosers. So, yeah, I'm okay well, with Canadians. Wait, can I say it? Yeah. Hosers. Ah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Love those guys. Thanks for that, Donna. Love those guys. Anyway, uh, she writes. Dear Jordan and Jesse, I just got home from a World Cup in Chengdu. Chengdu. Mm. When I say that this came from China, that's because I think Chengdu is in China. <laughs> because I of your racism. I may just be a racist. Sure. Yeah. I was planning- That's what I would guess, too. As a fellow racist? Yeah. Okay, good. I was planning on sending you a postcard, but then I changed my mind. You know, I think that happens to a lot of people. They they leave town with the best in t- best of intentions, keeping in touch with their podcast pals sure. Jesse and Jordan. And then when they get w- when you get to a foreign country, you're more excited by you know the exotic flavors and delightful destinations, sure, uh, than you are sending mail home from your uh, f- from your uh, beachfront cabin. Right. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Like, I'm always someone who intends to send postcards, and I maybe do it about. You know, 60 percent of the time, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's it is if you're if it's a long trip, there's definitely a day you're like, okay, this is when I'm going to do my postcards. But if it's like a two or three day situation, I mean, you're too busy out there fucking those beautiful Chinese boys. What? <laughs> That's what I'm doing. You you know how the fuck to enjoy Chengdu exactly. Okay. You know what Donna was probably doing? Hmm. Petting a horse. Oh, that's fun. You know what I mean? Doing yeah. that kind of horse stuff. Yeah, no you don't want to go try and find a stamp when you're petting a horse. No, sir. Okay. I was out on a shopping expedition with with the Brazilian athletes. God, can you imagine how good looking the the Brazilian delegation probably is? Yeah, I mean, I bet I mean you're... think about how good looking Donna is. A very good looking sure. woman. She is representing Canada, a perfectly normal-looking nation. Well, I mean, unless you count the extreme good looks of Bob and Doug McKenzie. Well, that's a good point. Ooh. Point taken. Those are two good-looking hosers. But I think it's fair to say, overall, Canada is a nation of medium-level good looks, mm-hmm. just in general. Donna is a very good-looking woman. Yeah. I mean, there's some beautiful Canadians. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Donna among them. The po- My point is this. If... If we're talking about the boost that you get from being in the athletic sure. delegation and you start with Brazil, mm-hmm. which I think is universally regarded to be the best looking country in the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, as someone who has spent a few days in Brazil, I can confirm that uh, that like a that a hot fuck gas radiates off that place. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a haze in the air. And I don't think – I mean I think they do have a problem with pollution, but I think the haze that I was sensing was just like a – you know, like kind of a swamp gas that that wants wants you to – that makes you look at butts. Right. So my assumption is that a shopping expedition for competition snacks mm-hmm. with the Brazilian athletes is some kind of euphemism. Sure. I don't know what it's for Butt exactly. Waxing. Yeah. Shining and waxing your butts. Anyway – uh, and at the local grocery store, we found a bulk food section with unidentifiable to us shrink-wrapped treats. I felt compelled to buy one of everything for you guys because I imagine you'd enjoy the chance or maybe challenge of trying all of these things. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you don't want to eat any of them, I won't mind. 
Consider this a small gesture, just to let you know that I think of you often and with fondness, and your shows bring me a lot of joy. Oh, that's nice. I mean, that's the least we can do. Well, with that... Cram a couple of these mystery things in our mouth. Yeah, and you know, if you need a new laser gun or whatever, when the Olympics roll around (laughs) in 2016, we're there for you, Donna. Okay, so Donna... I'll take a uh, mincing rascal. (laughs) Donna made this beautiful little box out of these lovely postcards of Chengdu. Oh, neat. What I thought was So crafty. I know, right? Okay. Um, I'm just going to throw a handful of crap at you. Yeah. That's... And I'll just keep a box full of crap here. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. We'll just eat a few of these things. Yep. So the... Okay. I'll eat this uh, Shogun mask one. Gosh, I'm going to be so accidentally racist during this so much, and I apologize. Uh, this one, Elg, this is kind of like a kabuki face. I said shogun mask, and it looks inside like, gosh, it's it's like a beige clump with red juices in it. Okay, because I'm looking at mine, and mine, your packaging is, your mask is green and my mask is red. Do you think these are going to be different flavors? Mine also looks like a weird, it looks like a bitto honey mm-hmm. inside. This package is about four inches by three inches. Uh-huh. And it is indeed a, sh- a sort of shrink wrap style package. It looks Gosh, like there's... this is fucking seafood. I know it. This is a weird clam bit <laughs> that I'm about to eat. This is like a a nautilus chunk. I actually this is just... a nautilus chunk in squid juice. I, I know did, it. I did for a minute. I had all of mine in the box on my lap, but mm-hmm. I just emptied out the box because I'm going to need a spit hole. Yeah, okay. I don't have any. I'm just going to spit on the ground. If that's okay. <laughs> Mine is a pink version. Oh, it's savory. Fuck. <laughs> what does it taste like? I I just smelled it. I as I as I opened the plastic wrap, the smell even, hit me in the face. You haven't even put it in your mouth yet. Yeah, I thought I'm like, oh, best case scenario, this is like a weird bitter candy, but here I'm gonna give this you this is like a I'm savory snack. Uh, the spit box, by the way, does not appear to be water waterproof. It is literally made of postcards taped to each other. Okay. Um, Jordan is chewing on microphone, which almost everyone in our audience is fine with. Yeah, I think so. If you're, by the way, if you're not cool with chewing on microphone, uh, send your complaints to, uh, Jordan and Jordan, Jesse go mm-hmm. chewing on micro chewing on microphone department, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington district of Columbia. That's yeah. Oh, also grammar complaints too. Also yeah, go there. Thank you. Um, gosh, this is, okay, so this is gross. Uh, <laughs> I have, I, I cannot even tell you what it is. It's these beige chunks, and they're, they're like tiny squares, and they're all in this red juice, and it's vaguely, I, God, I don't even, I mean, just, it's like gross savory is the best way I can describe can it. Can I tell you who the maker is? Mm-hmm. It's the Sichuan, Longchang, <laughs> Shangfei. Bean Food Company. Oh, it's probably bean curd. Bean curd? Okay, That's I'm going to taste guess. mine. Mine is... You have the red version of the green. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Hmm. It's all stuck together. Yeah, it's, they're just these, like, squares, these curdy squares. Kurdish? Did yeah, these Kurdish squares. Okay. How does this affect your cleanse, Jesse? Should we put these? Is there any way we can put some mayonnaise on these and maybe put it on a Kaiser They're roll really for you? They're really rubbery. Yeah. You know, the te- I don't have a problem with the texture. The texture's kind of fun. It's like squid. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I'm going to have another one. What do you think of this? You know what curd? it tastes a little bit like? 
extra spicy crispy Kentucky Fried Chicken. Hmm. Only if that was squid. <laughs> right. If that was mushy and pass me this plastic spit box. No, oh, sorry. Put it. Oh my god. I'm gonna. Okay, I have one that this one looks kind of nice. This looks like a like a beef jerky type snack. It has I gotta a eat some candy here real quick. It has a Chinese man on it. Yeah. Uh, a pleasant looking Chinese man on the front, kind of welcoming me to the snack. Can I take a look at him? Yeah, sure. He seems nice, right? Like oh, a, he is nice. Like a super chill dude. I mean, if he wasn't Chinese, I would say he was racist. Yeah. But, but because it was drawn, this was made in China, so it's not a racist character. Yeah, he looks pretty chill. Yeah. He looks like he's hanging out and he's got some sticks in his arm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this looks like, I mean, this, this looks like a beef jerky you would buy at a gas station. It's been vacuum packed, which is not typically how you would buy that, but I've seen it vacuum packed before. So I'm going to assume the best, that this is delicious, spicy beef jerky. Well, the best would be if it was a beef bourguignon. <laughs> sure. Do you think it's possible that it's Beef Bourguignon? Could be. It could be, uh, what if it's a uh, goulash? Oh, I would I like, like a nice packaged goulash, a shrink-wrapped goulash that's been mailed. <laughs> yeah, just, just mail. That's the new slogan. That's the new slogan of the new, uh, Communist Party. The new leadership in China is mail that goulash. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. It's like the great step, the great leap forward. So these are sauce covered meat flakes. They have some kind of pepper on them. You think they're meat? Are you sure they're meat? I think it's meat. <laughs> it's like a stringy, kind of beefy. It's like, what if a Slim Jim was worse? Like, think about how a Slim Jim is. It's not that good. This is worse. And this is like in string, you kind of peel it. Maybe you would eat this like you would string cheese. So you're peeling off these meat segments. I'll have one more bite. I mean, my feeling about this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need this? Yes. <laughs> I shouldn't have eaten two bites. <laughs> the second bite was much more powerful yes. than the first bite. Very what spicy. Ha- what happened on the second bite? Don't know. Too gross. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan looks really upset right now. I want you to know, if you're listening at home, Ah. these are not, this is not Jordan exaggerating. This is Jordan legitimately upset. Yeah, so it it makes your hands greasy like a Slim Jim. Right. Uh, I will say the spiciness is pleasant. It's very spicy. Uh I like that. The problem I have with it is the taste, which is bad. (laughs) But as far as like a spiciness delivery system... It's, it's it's all right. You can do worse. It's sort of like our show is a delivery system for cultural norms. <laughs> sure, exactly. No, you really could do worse. It's really yeah. It's really not that bad. Uh, so yeah, that that thing was a thing. Okay, my worry about this one, which is called uh, Leng Chitu Yan Bang Yang Dai, mm-hmm. is that. It looks a little bit like it's just a picture of fire. And I don't know <laughs> if the Yan Bang Nyan Dai Corporation of Chengdu is just just wants to light me on fire. Uh mine my next one says it's called the cream of some young guy and it just has a picture <laughs> of Wayne and Garth laughing at me on it. 
Can I have the spit box just yeah. in case? I'm a little worried about this uh, one. This is not great for the smell in this place. No. We're getting a bean curdy, it didn't have beefy. A, it didn't have a pleasing or sweet smell before this room. Yeah. Not the best. Not, yeah. I mean, not a place you'll go for a for a nice smell. And now it's, uh, yeah, weird savory vacuum snacks. Oh, okay. That looks like uh, cat food. <laughs> like you're squeezing cat food out of it's like those single serving cat food packets. It looks, Are these for people? What we're eating might not be intended for people. That's a really good point. <laughs> we haven't seen any cartoon cats on any of these, and yeah. that's basically the evidence we're using to go on the fact that none of these are that all of these are intended for human consumption and mm-hmm. not pet consumption. Yeah. Do they have pets in Chengdu? I imagine so. I mean, who doesn't like a pet? Different cultures have different kind of pets. They might just have parakeets. It's true. We might be eating oh, bird seed. You know what I saw today? Okay, this is crazy. Uh, uh, at 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 breakfast today, I was at a breakfast place on kind of an outside patio. There was a, a a group of people on the patio, and next to them was a big plastic tub, like something you would buy at Target to put Christmas lights in, with two full-grown ducks. <laughs> and they had a bag of alfalfa for the ducks. They finished their breakfast and just picked up the ducks and walked away. Wait, it was open? Yeah, it was open. Why the ducks, the ducks where were the, why were the ducks staying? The ducks seemed happy in the box. I that's what I was wondering too. I'm like at any point these ducks could just get out and start, you know, ducking around this restaurant. Right. Which I don't want. Why are ducks allowed at restaurants? I don't know. It was like it was one of the it's like people had their I'm sure it's it's just a slippery slope with dogs. Like, there were people there with, like, dogs on the outside patio. Right. And I bet there's, like, a, oh, so it's just dogs? I can't bring my two ducks in a plastic bin? Dogs kill ducks. Yeah, I know. That's I was worried. Of I was very, of dogs. I was very worried for the ducks that these dogs were going to get in there. Some dogs just point at ducks. That's true. So that's probably what they were counting on. Yeah. Eh, they'll probably just point. Yeah, it was so weird. What do you think that is? Are people keeping ducks as pets now and walking them to brunch? That's so weird, right? That really is. And I say that as a guy who likes ducks. I mean, I just bought a smoked duck at hey, the I don't. I'm nothing against ducks. Place. And I liked looking at these ducks in their bin. They were very pretty. Wait, was and it they a were, nice bin? It was a pretty nice bin, yeah. But it was shit covered, right? Uh, there, didn't, there was no... I didn't see any shit in the bin, and there wasn't like a shit smell coming from it that like ruined the meal. What do you think they did, put in the dishwasher every night? Yeah, maybe. Maybe they just buy a new bin. Yeah, those bins maybe their like dads are like a bin magnate or something. Yeah, you just beat Costco. Yeah, five ninety eight, hundred bins <laughs> for your ducks to walk. Okay, so this is just a picture of fire. Okay, but it looks like meat, meat chunks. It looks like beef or something. What's your spiciness tolerance? I guess I don't know that. Mm, I don't love spiciness. Medium low. Yeah, medium low seems like a fair. Maybe I'm up to medium, but yeah. I'm going to say medium. That's low. about me too. I mean, I like I like a I like a upper medium every now and then, but I like I like to stick around medium. Yeah, if it's making me sweat, I'm not enjoying it. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> that is meat. Mhm. It's a little grisly. Mhm. Wait, did I say grisly? I meant sandy. Okay. Granually, this is easy. this is not that bad. Okay, this tastes like. What if beef jerky didn't taste like much of anything except for kind of spicy? Okay, it's like a non-salty, non-flavorful beef jerky. 
This one's nothing. Okay. I took care of that one. Boom. Okay, I got to do one more. Okay. Okay, this is... This is good. This has got to be our last one. These things are so fucking gross. <laughs> uh, this has a similar mask on it to the first one. This has like a kabuki mask. I want to be clear. The reason that these things are gross isn't because they're Chinese. Mm-mm. It's because any food that you eat without knowing what you're going to eat is sure. gross. You can't prepare yourself brain-wise. That's the, that's the problem. The Chinese language is different <laughs> from the English language. They're different languages. I only speak the English language. Because re- you're an American. I can read the English language, and I can also read Cyrillic lettering. <laughs> if you need me to read Cyrillic lettering, I could read that. I can read wingdings. You cannot read wingdings. I can. No, you cannot read wingdings. Put, put some wingdings in front of me. I'll tell you what it says. Jordan, you're just going to try and highlight the wingdings and change the font to Times New Roman. That's what I mean by read. <laughs> I I'll tell you what. The problem here is that in where there should be English words, there are squiggles and wiggles that mean nothing to me for that reason. <laughs> oh, this one smells so bad. Oh, <laughs> gross. Okay, what is Oh, Jesus. What do you have there? Okay, so this is just a pack. It has this mask on it. Yeah. Which is I'm assuming the, the internet mask of death taunting me. That's the Chinese symbol. That's the Chinese symbol for snack time. Yeah, this frowning mean mask. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, who boy. And this is just like a. Gosh, this looks like this looks like cat food. I'm sorry. Uh, like wet, weird cat food. It's like this kind of uh, light beige paste that's coming out of this thing. If Jonathan Gold was here right now. Mm-hmm. To tell us what to expect out of these weird things that we're eating. Mm. Or the Momofuku guy was here. Oh, sure. Yeah, we need that guy. That Momofuku guy probably knows exactly what all these motherfucking things are. Yeah, Jonathan Gold's out here. He's in La Cunata Flint Ridge. (laughs) Momofuku guy just travels the world collecting weird shit like this and writing down what to expect from it. Yeah. And then adding it to ramen. All right, I'm going to have this, have a bite of this beige could be brain. This isn't a little like a ketchup packet. This isn't like, what if a ketchup packet was square? Yeah, it's a square, and I had to kind of squeeze it out through a hole that I made. What's the texture of it? Oh, I mean, just like 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 raw chicken. (laughs) Like, think about a raw chicken breast that you're about to do something to. Ugh. So it looks... looks... Should I need to cook this? Is this to be eaten like this? We'll find out later. Am I going to get salmonella? Find out later in the program. God, I'm going to have such weird diarrhea. Is there any lead paint on any of this? Okay. Yeah. Worst smell. Right. Most pleasant taste. What does it taste like? Uh, just kind of like a salty chunk. <laughs> imagine a chunk. Right. And imagine if it was really salty. Right. The waft when I opened the package was pretty bad, but this is not the worst. I don't want to eat more bites of it. Right. But it was fine. It did not upset me like the other ones. You want to have a little squeeze of this? Can I have a little squeeze of this? Don't throw it on me! I want some of the juices to fling around the room. You flipped it! You flipped it at me. Now talk about looking like cat food. Yeah. I don't think anything has so... It looks like a combination of cat food and corned beef hash to <laughs> me. Like un- uncooked? Thoughts? I mean, all of these seem to be 
derivatives of the Slim Jim. I mean, I think that's what that's the thing that they all the taste the taste most resembles the Slim Jim to me. I think the taste resembles a Slim Jim. The texture is something like an undercooked corned beef hash. Mm -hmm. And then there's various kinds of weird chili paste surrounding them. That's fair. Right? Yeah. Well, here's to Chengdu. Yeah. Chengdu, way to go. And thanks to our friend Donna. We'll be back in just a second (laughs) on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the Spetzel King of Southern Cal, the teenage Spetzel King of Southern California. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, guess what? Uh, our special <clears throat> thanks this week to our friends at Earwolf. You're familiar with Earwolf. Sure. It's a podcast network with many fine shows. Oh, tons of fine shows. I just mentioned Never Not Funny, mm-hmm. which I am on this very week. Well, Never Not Funny recently went free. You had to pay for it for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but I like it so much that I pay. I personally, out of my own pocket, pay for a second episode every week so I can listen to that show twice a week. It's a great show. It's a great show. Um, lots of other programs, of course. Uh, How Did This Get Made? If you, we've both been on How Did This Get Made, Yeah, that's, right? a, that's a blast. Oh, it couldn't be more fun than going on How Did This Get Made with uh, with those great folks. But in addition to all of the great shows that they make over there at Earwolf, they also have Earwolf.com where you can listen to the shows, you can get merchandise, and you can sign up for the Sclusi-laden newsletter. <laughs> I think a Sclusi is an exclusive. I Probably. You got to figure that's earwolf talk for an exclusive, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, no more dilly dallying. Go over to earwolf.com. Our thanks to our friends at Earwolf, and they oh, really you know, are. Our I was friends. on a I was on a fun earwolf podcast recently called the Hollywood Handbook. Oh, this is a program hosted by uh, Hayes Davenport and Sean Clements, and the premise is you get interviewed as the worst possible version of yourself. Oh, so uh, you should listen to that show that I'm on, but don't hate me. <laughs> Don't like hate me because of it. I I just did, I was awful on. It. I was just a fucking asshole. I just did a fantasy report mm-hmm. on the Sklar Brothers podcast, mm-hmm. Sklar Bro Country, which I appear on uh, regularly. You know, every couple months. Sure. And I think my fantasy report this time around, I do. I cover non traditional fantasy sports leagues. So a lot of people focus on football, basketball, that kind of thing. Uh, in this case, I was focusing on uh, fantasy charcuterie, mm. so cured meats um, and sausages, things like that, Great. and just had a blast. If you want to win your fantasy charcuterie league, mm. um, or even if you're just in a cheese board league and you're looking <laughs> to expand for next year, I think it's a good place to check in. Great. Um, it's all online at Earwolf.com. Nobody up on the Jumbotron this week, but if you want to get up on the Jumbotron, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron, and you can share your message with our enormous listening audience for a very affordable amount of money. Uh, Wish somebody happy birthday. Wish them happy anniversary. Uh, Offer condolences for the loss of a loved one. (laughs) What what better way to send their soul to heaven? Promote your podcast or your blog or whatever. Go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. We maintain that at a low, low price just for you, the actual Jordan Jesse Go listener. We'll be back in ju- in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jessica. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. It's a beautiful day. You know what? That's bullshit. I feel bad for trying to bullshit people. Man, yeah. You really tried to put one over on us. It's not that beautiful of a day. It's like 
weird. It's hazy. I like that it's cool. It's a little cooler, but it's not as cool as you expect it to be. Sure. The haze is uh, the haze is kind of uh, overpower. It's it's hazier for it should be cooler. I agree with you. That's right. what I was trying to say. What's going on around here in Los Angeles? Yeah. <sighs> I'm just I'm just kind of glad it's not uh, a million degrees out. I'm glad I'm not flying a helicopter. Sure. Through that haze. The visibility. Oh, forget about it. I'm glad I'm not Chet Hayes. Oh boy, that'd be the worst. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not Chet Baker. Why not? No, you know what? I would like to be Chet Baker. That would be really it's very that talented. Would be fun. You'd have a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Not that you don't have talent already. Yeah, but a different kind of talent. Um, a more well, marketable talent. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. You mean relative to comedy writing? Sure. And podcasting? Mm-hmm. No, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Now that you have a comedy writing job, you're probably going to buy yourself a sports car, right? Yeah, like a Stang, a Lambo, Shishu, Bebo. Wait, Lee-bomb, now, Jordan, now, now you're just naming Chinese P-mon, social networking websites. Gibor, <laughs> Bimon, Monmo. You know that one one website that, that people always say is the Chinese Twitter? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, I think you want to say it's called Weibo. Yeah. Then people, you know, in the newspaper they say, well, comments on the Chinese equivalent of Twitter. I'd like to know what's going on on the Chinese equivalent of LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. You know, the Chinese equivalent of the new... Ashley Madison? The new MySpace. (laughs) Yeah. That's mainly focusing on music. Things... Reaction was muted on the Chinese Friendster. (laughs) Um, Okay. The Chinese Reddit was even grosser than the American one. (laughs) Reddit's fun. It's got some gross stuff on there. Yeah, sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's gross. Yeah. That's why it's a... That's why it appeals especially strongly to 22-year-old men. <laughs> fun and gross. Yeah. High tolerance for gross, high interest in fun. Okay, here we go. When something momentous happens to you that... You got on that uh, Reddit for Maximum Fun? What about it? There's a Reddit for Maximum Fun. Oh, yeah, fun. sure. There's a lot of fun stuff going on there. Law, lawer mm-hmm. invented it. Okay. With a three instead of an E. Cool. Lawyer with yeah. a three. Somebody, uh, Dave and Graham on our sister podcast, Stop Podcasting Yourself, mm-hmm. uh, they sang their own version of the Footloose theme song. Yeah. Somebody made a sweet video of uh, Kevin Bacon dancing to it. Oh, cool. Love those. Love those mashups. Love it when people take audio from the show and do something creative with it. Some great people made some great gifts of uh, our friend Cameron Esposito from Wham Bam Pow when she went on the uh, Carson Daly program. Oh, nice. You think anyone watches the Carson Daly show? Nah. I mean, literally, how many people do you think? When does it come on TV? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, it comes on after uh, after late night. So, so you're going 11.30, 12.30, 1.30. So it comes on 1.30 in the morning, yeah. runs till 2.30. Mm-hmm. Do you think 100,000 people watch it? I bet. That's a good, that's a great question. I would say, maybe higher than that, huh? Don't know. Couldn't say. Do you ever have this question? This is something that came up on the Reddit recently. Mm-hmm. Somebody mentioned that, like, 125,000 people were watching that awful guy that replaced Larry King on CNN. Sure. Pierce Morgan? Yeah. And remember, you worked for a television show where when they got ratings, they weren't even getting a, a point or something, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, like they figured out that, like, maybe 10,000 people were watching it sure. or something. yeah. It's a little annoying that television gets all that advertising money, right? <laughs> it's totally annoying. 
Like, weird. Yeah, I bet the, I bet like Carson Daly and like that and, you know, those weird shows that are on after SNL, like those weird, like, we're checking out local restaurants, like those types of shows. I think those thrive off like local ad. I think they're around like the local news is around because they can sell, you know, that's where you get your car lots and your mattress kings and your Paul the king of big screen. Yeah. Uh, Tito's tacos down here. That's a fun jingle. You know that Should Tito's we, Tacos jingle? Do you, how does it go? I love Tito's Tacos. You love Tito's too. The only thing better than a Tito's Tacos is to... There, give us some money, Tito's. I'll sing that once a week. Yeah. How much would you do that for? 50 bucks? 50 bucks a one, week? One time payment of $50. <laughs> oh. If they'll retroactively cut me a check for that one I just did. Yeah. It's up there by the 405. We'll cut it into past episodes for 50 bucks, too. Yeah, sure. Hey, how does it go? What I love Tito's tacos. You love Tito's too. The only thing better than a Tito's tacos is to is to is to gotta hit that hard consonant at the end, please. There you go. Yeah, we'll cut him a deal. Let's just start our own television network. That's a good idea, right? Yeah, that's. That's throwing good money after good. We're coming for you, pivot. <laughs> We're all well, millennials. Fucking love us. They love. They like to get engaged. Right now, people engaged, are making mashups based on our show. Right now, engaged. Gifts. Right now, engaged millennials are listening to me and Jordan. Mm-hmm. Two millennials, by the way. Yeah. Depending. Thank on your, you. Depending Thank on you. your definition of millennial. Mm-hmm. I, I'm an '80s baby. Yeah. <laughs> we watched Nicktoons. Yeah. We enjoy remembering those. I know what Doug is. Yeah. I'm a millennial. Clueless. I'm in enti- We have f- f- warm feelings about the movie Clueless. I really don't. I'm... I know that's part of it. I think I'm demonstrating right now my sense of entitlement. <laughs> I think my voice should be heard. I want to sound off on issues I care about. Boxers. We're sounding offs. We're getting involved. I'm getting part in the of the conversation. I'm part of Generation MTV Real World versus Road Rules Challenge. Thank you. Thank you. Specifically, Generation MTV post music videos. <laughs> I make the show Catfish. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I do. That's Neve and Borp. I'm the star <laughs> of the show Catfish. Oh, okay. I'm the titular Catfish. Oh. Just down here at the bottom of the lake. I hope a redneck doesn't put his hand in my mouth. <laughs> That's what the show Catfish is about. Okay. When something momentous happens to you, the listener, we ask that you call us at 206-984-4FUN. And no, hearing that hilarious riff about millennials and television doesn't count. We have some momentous occasions on deck. Let's hear the first one, Jennifer. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Go. Hey, Sunny D. This is Matt from Connecticut calling. I just, I wanted to call it a momentous occasion. I was just driving down Main Street and happened to see a gentleman sitting on a brightly colored park bench wearing not one, but two shiny gold WWF championship belts, one about his waist and one about his chest. And all I could think was, yeah, way to get it. Way to get it. Thanks so much. Love the show. Have a great day. Bye. What do you think he's getting, that puss? <laughs> well, I mean, clearly, I mean, yeah, two-time WWF champion, yeah, that guy's getting puss. <laughs> that guy's probably stealing 
the wives of other wrestlers, you and that the, is a catalyst to a wrestling match. I think those belts are something that gets passed between champions. I don't think you. I think it's like the Stanley Cup. I'm not an expert on wrestling, but yeah. I think he must be the reigning He's the champion, current champion in both singles, singles wrestling, and, and cage cage based wrestling, and doubles wrestling. Huh? That's where you wrestle, and your teammate is Martina Navratilova. Oh yeah. Never Slova can take a body slam. Mixed doubles, right. it's called. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's and it's nice to see like a guy who clearly, you know, has it all. Two WWF championships, and he's riding the bus just to like you know because he wants to stay green. Yeah, just because just to relax. Sure. The guy called though. He's not getting it. No, that that puss. Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. What do you what do you say? I that? wouldn't call him a puss, I'd call him a collar, but <laughs> I wait. So the wrestler is getting puss, clearly. Oh no doubt. With two belts. Yeah, that's what look, I said. But why you do you think one, the collar's not getting puss? If you have one belt, probably you're getting puss. Two? Two <laughs> belts. Definitely. You're all up in that. Definitely. Puss. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But Nothing, yeah, nothing makes that puss more available than when people see you hitting someone with a folding chair. The guy, the thing is, is the guy who's calling and he's just hanging out around the belt guy in an effort to try and get some overflow. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's happening for that dude. That's why he's on the phone and not getting that. Yeah. Get off the phone, man. Yeah. Get, get up that. in there. Get that. Yum, yum. Get that. 2014. Get that. That's Pac-Man noises. Whoop, 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 whoop. But instead of dots. You're eating puss. Oh no, it's Marble Madness. <laughs> Let's take another call. Hey Jordan, hey Jesse, hey Go. This is Mike calling in from uh, Norwalk, Connecticut, scenic Norwalk, Connecticut, with a momentous occasion. Um, I am the younger brother of Max Funster Evander. And our middle brother, David, just got married. Uh, very good wedding. We're at an aquarium right now. We got the pet stingrays. I don't know how many of y'all have pet stingrays. But uh, just calling in with that. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Goodbye. So what's the connection with between petting stingrays and this wedding? Maybe they're, like, having it at the aquarium. Did I hear correctly that Evander married a stingray? I think, yeah. I mean, that tracks to me. Right. Yeah, that guy's in the cartilage. You know he is. I'm putting you the pieces know together. know that guy's in the cartilage. With regard to Evan. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he goes by Evan. Mm-hmm. Do you think you have to debarb the stingray before you fuck it? Or do you think the danger is part of it? Oh, I definitely think that's how the that's how the crocodile hunter died. Yeah. I bet he was super hard before he died, too. <laughs> he was like, oh, this is awesome. We apologize, by the way, to the family of the crocodile hunter. <laughs> But let's be honest, you've heard worse, family of the crocodile hunter. Yeah. We sh- I mean, we shouldn't have brought it up. No. <laughs> the damage is done. Should we refocus? I'm, let's refocus our satirical energies a- away from the crocodile hunter mm-hmm. and towards the Krat Brothers, host of, hosts of Krat's Creatures. What's that? This is just a show that millennials know about. Okay, I don't know about it, and I'm a millennial. Are you suggesting I'm not a millennial? Millennials are really stoked about that I just brought up Kratz Creatures. <laughs> right now they're having one of those TMZ neck tingles. What's that called? <laughs> CMTs. Yeah. They're getting the C. 
They're getting the, uh, what's that called now? The DHLs. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. The one where you jack off to Bob Ross. <laughs> yeah. Right? The one where there's a special jack off compilation of Bob Ross on the internet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, they're making a BuzzFeed list right now. Which Kratz creature are you? The DTs. That's yeah. what it's called. The DTs. Delirium Tremens. <laughs> Delirium Tremens. What is that? <laughs> That's the hallucinations you get when you're trying out. <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, our friends Matt and Jimmy from Never Not Funny, they both get those uh, things up and down your neck. Jennifer, you look like you were about to tell us what they're called. ASMR hmm. is what it's called. And that does involve jacking off to Bob Ross, right? Like, I'm not wrong about that? Yeah, you know, roughly speaking. Okay. It's non-sexual, but everything mm. else is, yes, you're absolutely correct. Okay. Uh, you know, Lindsay in our office here was threatening to make some ASMR videos. And, and so, what, what would that you, entail? You know what you need. You know what you need to uh, make an ASMR video. Hmm. You know, a nice microphone and a good DSLR, <laughs> <laughs> and you're all set. Yeah, you're all set to make that video. We got one more call. Let's hear it. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, Go, and guests. This is Matt. I'm driving through downtown Salem, Massachusetts, right now, and I just saw. A woman walking a chicken on a leash down the street. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I like the expansion of barnyard animals into America's cities. Yeah, I mean, it's it's happening. I think I, I can get behind that. Yeah. I like barnyard animals. I like animals in general. Mm -hmm. I like cities. Yeah. You know, the other day... Uh, I mean, I just... I guess here's my thing is that, like... Chicken shit is going to be harder to pick up than dog shit. Dog shit, you know, pretty easy. You bring some baggies, take care of it. But chicken shit's really good fertilizer. Okay, man. So, so more so weeds can grow out of the more sidewalk? vibrant sidewalks. Yeah. I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what. The other day on 99% Invisible, mm -hmm. a podcast about design and architecture hosted sure. by Roman Mars, I uh, heard this story about cow tunnels. Mm -hmm. There's cow tunnels in New York. Tunnels built under the ground for cows to convey them from point to point in New York City. What, what's in – and now what's in the cow tunnels? Not cows, right? They're not still doing this? No. Okay. Jordan, what do you think? They're conveying cows from point to point in New York City right now? Right I under, don't know. Right under Mayor de Blasio's nose? <laughs> oh, man. De Blasio looks like a real chump. <laughs> oh. So what's in there now? Just like cupcake stores? Yeah, I mean, basically under, you know, Spelunkers, <clears throat> Cupcake Stores, Cronuts. Mm -hmm. um, what else you got? Uh, neoliberals. Yep. Got a lot of neoliberalism down there. Uh, Mommy bloggers. Uh, Brooklyn refugees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't, I can't afford Brooklyn anymore. <laughs> and I live in a cow tunnel. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, but there's some like great like warehouse parties down at the cow tunnel. Think piece for New York Mag mm. for Vulture about living in a cow tunnel. What it was like to live in a cow tunnel in 1996? But yeah, I mean, like just like great party scene down there in those cow tunnels. There is a really like, cool a lot part. of like live music, and there's an electro clash revival. Oh yeah, which I've really enjoyed in the cow tunnels. Mm -hmm. It's like it's 2001 all over again hmm. down in the cow tunnels. The retro cycle is. Condensing. Gotcha. Just like cute bodegas, too, you know? Just really cute. cute bo with bodega cats. Yeah. And piles of garbage everywhere. 
They just pile up that garbage. I wonder, I guess my thing is that my thing about trying to like, trying to have these like non-traditional pets is like the pet, do the pets don't seem to, do the pets like it? A dog likes being walked. Dog probably likes going to brunch with you. A dog wants to be a pet. Yeah. That's I think the thing this about other a dog. stuff doesn't, maybe the, I can, I guess, I guess the pig kind of wants to be a pet, right? A dog has evolved over hundreds of thousands of mm-hmm. years to be a pet. Yeah. Like, he probably has a job that he's been involved to do that you're denying him from doing. Sure. You know, like pointing, pointing at a duck. Well, you know, if enough people start bringing uh, brunch ducks, yeah, that's then they point. can just point at the ducks. And then, you know, that ecosystem is kind of self-correcting, you know? Life finds a way, Jesse. Yeah, but you're right. I think a duck doesn't want to be a pet, really. Yeah, I, I just he wants seen to be those, in a, He just, wants to be on Walden Pond. Yeah, seeing those ducks today, I was like, uh, I, uh, I get how this is fun for you. And I like these ducks. They're, they look great. But it seems like it's probably not fun for the ducks. Do you think they eat the ducks? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if they were going to planning on eating them. Because you eat the chickens, right? The pet chickens? Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if the people are using these animals for meat. I think urban the, butchers. I think you eat the pet chicken. Hmm. You just cut off his feet, dip him in uh, boiling water. Ah, oh, that sounds good. Take off his feathers. Love it. Roast him. Mm-hmm. He's a little stringy. Sure. Because you've been walking him so much. Yeah. You've got to pin those up cruelly. Yeah. Keep them tender. Yeah. Put them in a cruelty pen. <laughs> I uh, Have you seen the videos uh, going around of Tara the Hero Cat? Yeah, I heard about this cat. Hero Cat. Is... The Hero Cat saved uh, a young boy from a snarling dog. Yeah. So there's this house that is weirdly surveillanced. There's like a suburban house that has a lot of surveillance cameras. Right. Uh, there's video of this little boy kind of riding around the driveway on a bike. Yeah. Neighbor's dog comes out of nowhere and starts biting the kid on the leg. And then also out of nowhere, off of a different, you know, from a different part of nowhere, comes this cat, gets the dog off the boy, chases the dog away. Tara the hero cat. Right. Throughout the first pitch at a baseball game recently. That's what I didn't like. I feel like we're reward. Okay, so what they did was they took him to a triple-A baseball game. It's in San Diego or something like that. And the cat's on this the leash. San Diego Padres. <laughs> yeah, right. The triple-A baseball team, the San Diego. Can you get demoted from a major league team if you're not good enough? Yeah. Nice. Um, you mean as a team? Yeah. Yeah. Can you just go back? Yeah, there's a relegation system, like in European soccer. Is uh, Are the Padres bad enough for that to happen? I don't know. I think Padres are all right. Yeah. Um, so, so they... This... I mean, they got Tony Gwynn, don't they? <laughs> Probably still. Yeah. Yeah. It's still when we were kids, right? For a while, they had Tony Gwynn Jr. Oh, yeah? And I think they just felt obliged. Yeah, right? You know what I mean? Come on, you old so-and-so. Jerry Rice Jr. just auditioned for the 49ers. Audition, <laughs> tried out. I have a buddy who's a long-suffering uh, Padres fan, and I've uh, thought about starting to go to games with them. It sounds like a lot of fun. Hey, you should go to a Padres game. Nothing wrong with the Padres. That's, sure. the, that's the big difference between the uh, Padres and the Dodgers. Dodgers are evil. The Padres are <laughs> nothing. Got that fun uh, Got that fun mascot? Yeah, he's a swinging friar. Hmm. Um, so, okay. So, yeah, this is a AAA baseball game. They've got this cat in a harness, and they've they have some sort of system where – the owner is holding a ball that's on a string, and the catcher pulls the ball. And this is on, like, the local news, them 
showing how they've jerry-rigged this thing to look to make it look like this cat has thrown out the first pitch. And I just I feel so bad for that cat. It's like he did something amazing and we're punishing him with something he doesn't want to do. Like, you know what you should have done for the cat after it saved the boy? Open up a window. Let him look out the window. That's send, what a cat likes. Send some treats to him from Chengdu. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Squeeze out some vacuum-packaged Chinese snacks. Yeah. I, I felt I just I was so mad, and the, the cat has a Twitter account now, and it's just like, oh, great, so this cat's life is going to be miserable. Do you think he hired that agent that represents Dustin Diamond? Yeah, probably. Yeah, Dustin Diamond. Uh, yeah, the guy who dressed up, the fat guy who in the Tron outfit. They're all part of the same circuit. They're all going to LOL Con or whatever it's called. Sure, Raffle Con. Oh, fuck that noise. <laughs> God. You don't like to raffle? You don't like to roll on the floor laughing? Mm. At a fat Tron? Wouldn't it be cool if if ROFL Con was a con that was dedicated to things that tried to be good and succeeded? <laughs> Instead of things that are uh, that are terrible, but somehow... Uh, some I don't know. Thing about them was memorable, <laughs> right? I was going to say sweetly terrible, yeah, or something. I don't even know what that's called. Hard but, to say. Hard to hey, say. God bless you, people that go to Raffle Con. I don't care. <laughs> well, you clearly do because of all the things you said. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I think w- you're. Gonna... I wish it was a different thing, but I'm not really against the thing that it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like I. They're going to Nazi Con, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It's an Although in- it's close. It's an inoffensive thing they're going I wish it was a different thing, but the thing that it is 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 inoffensive. Sure. You know? Anyways, I'm just saying, like, let's think about these animals that we're putting into these situations. What would they like? Anyway. So, so you're thinking if you've got a hero cat, yeah. Well you give it a premium you give it a wet wet food. Yeah, give it a nice wet food. It would like a wet food. It usually only gets a dry food. Sure. It's good for its kidneys too. Give it some nip. Little, yeah, a little catnip, it loves that. Make it so a, a sunbeam is coming through the window so it can lay down in the sunbeam. That's how you reward a hero cat. You don't put it in a fucking weird harness, take it to see a shitty baseball game where Toledo it... Toledo mud hens. Yeah, where everyone's yelling at it. Right. And it has some sort of contraption to make it look like it's throwing a baseball, but it's not. Cats barely tolerate people in the best of circumstances. It's like you're, it's like you're punishing the cat. For doing something amazing, I'm here with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I, now. My recommendation is, when I was in uh, Descardo's Gardens, mm-hmm. I seen a bunny rabbit. Yep. Just get a bunny rabbit. What the fuck's he up to? You know, he's just hopping around. Yeah. Get him to throw out the first pitch. Everybody loves bunny rabbits. <laughs> oh sure. That's uh, here. You don't even have to say. Have you ever heard the phrase "hero bunny"? No. It's because you don't have to say it. All bunnies are heroes because of how cute they are. Sure. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. This is Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host a show called One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Not a parenting podcast. Guess what? We both just had babies. Again. Check out the show enjoyed by breeders and ballers alike on iTunes or MaximumFun.org. La, 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 la. 
Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Well, it's been an enjoyable afternoon chatting with you, my friend. Thanks. I enjoy doing our program. No, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy our listeners. Mm-hmm. I enjoy our producer, Jennifer. Yep. I, produce, I enjoy Sonny D, who's uh, currently in London, England. Got to enjoy Max Flamcon this coming weekend. Sure, it's going to be a blast. There's a, there's a lot of positive vibes going on right now. Oh, absolutely. My uncle just died. <gasps> no, we didn't. I'm just kidding. I'm just oh, kidding. That's great. But you wouldn't believe the contraption we had to rig up to get him to throw out that first pitch. <laughs> yeah. He's in a coma. Um, the hero human vegetable. Uh, our thanks this week to Jennifer Marmer, who was on the boards, and of course, Sonny D. Brian Fernandez, producing the program from his new home, London, England, mm-hmm. at least for the next six or eight weeks. I can't remember how long it is. Oh, Whatever. Well. It's going to be fine. Yeah. You know, he'll be fine. Sure. Um, we'll probably get a taste for warm beer. We're going to try and get together an, a new episode for next week. But if there's not a new episode, it's because we had Max Funcon. Sure. And we can't, couldn't record over the weekend, which is when we... Don't we have one planned? Don't we have a plan? We have one planned, but we're going okay. to re, we're gonna have to reschedule it, as it turns out. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Nice. Um, and... Uh, <sighs> shoot. Fuck. That's all I got, guys. Shit. Go on that Reddit. Go on the forum. Yeah. And how about reviewing our show on iTunes? That'd be nice. If it you helps. Have, if you want to call us, 206-984-4FUN, email jjgo at maximumfun.org. We hope to hear from you. Or say something on the forum. That's nice. You know what I want more of? Forum chatter. Forum chatter and Twitter chatter. Yeah, that'd be nice. Be I nice. have been a little disappointed with the volume of Twitter chatter lately. I, I like to. to check it to see what people have I to have say to. with the hashtag jjgo. Mm-hmm. And I feel like not enough people have been chatting about the show lately on Twitter. Yeah. It's a shame. It's if, fun to do. If you have a favorite thing about the show, chat about it on Twitter. Sure. Hashtag it, JJ. Throw Gosso. up a link to a favorite episode. Other, fr- So your other other fans can find it mm-hmm. and chat with you. Sure. Then guess what you got then, Jordan? A community. I was going to say. Of new, millennials. A new friend. But oh, sure. A community of millennials is a perfect way to describe a group of new friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to be friends with somebody who's not a millennial. By the way, a, a group of millennials is called a murder. <laughs> What's a group of flamingos called? It's really funny. I really want to apologize for saying uh, making a joke about what a group of something is and then saying it's a murder. Yeah, it was a really good. It was a really good a flamboyance of flamingos. Oh, really? A flamboyance. Yeah. I I just want to. I just feel like that joke is so tired. Yeah, yeah. It's. it's I mean, I think they just find new funny names of groups of things. Yeah. Murder is great. Yeah. Let's go with flamboyance for a while. See how that, see if it takes. Yeah. And then once that gets fucked out, move on to the next one. Yeah. In the meantime. Fuck it out and move on. That's fl- what I say. Flamboyance. Colin, get it. Yeah. We'll talk to you next week. Or maybe possibly in two weeks. We'll see. I'm Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.